This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Money Talks here on Radio Hawks Bay. This is Stephen Dietrichs from Taxile, your local national and international uh, accounting firm presenting Money Talks. My gratitude goes out to Kelly and the team here at uh, Radio Hawks Bay for putting Money Talks together and making us all sound good. My gratitude also goes out to our, all our sponsors. Without them, none of the shows here on Radio Hawks Bay would go out to our great community. Today we have with us Mia Hill from Hastings Girls High and Mia recently completed the uh, Outward Bound Kawika course and it's a great 21 day course and uh, where Mia will, today will be sharing her experiences with Outward Bound. This year Outward Bound is celebrating their 60th anniversary so uh, 60 years uh, in providing these opportunities for uh, the young people of New Zealand, that is quite a feat. So um, Outward Bound has over 70,000 alumni throughout New Zealand, and uh, they offer uh, many course, uh, many courses. The one that Mia joined is the Kaweka course. Uh, this particular course has been running since 2016, so it's been operating now for six years, and each year they take 14 students out on this particular course, and from the uh, Hawke's Bay, there's been 84 um, kids go on the course. Well, young adults, not kids. So, um, which is, it's a great thing for Hawke's Bay because there's 84 um, people that have um, picked up leadership positions in, in our community and uh, done a lot for the um, Hawke's Bay uh, community. So, um, wow, that's quite a lot. So, Amir, welcome to Radio Hawke's Bay. Hello, thank you for the opportunity. Oh, great, great. So uh, tell us a bit of, uh, about your background. Um, I'm the second youngest of six children. I'm year 13 and I go to Hastings Skills High School. I am sports captain there at school this year and really enjoyed my time on course. Oh, no, that's good. And uh, so year 13, so when you're not studying or, um, uh, or working, uh, what do you do with yourself? Yep, so I work at Cotton On here in Hastings, and in my spare time, I usually spend my time out in the outdoors, either going hunting with my dad, heading up the peak, or going for a swim in the river or our local beaches. Ah, so what do you guys hunt? Uh, deer. Deer. Oh, that's quite a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so how did you hear about uh, Outward Bound? Um, I heard it last year as a year 12 as my school was offering out scholarships to attend the course I sadly missed out last year but this year got the chance to go on it oh well it's good good opportunity so and where was the course uh, run and, and how long does it go for um, it's run in the South Island in Picton um, oh. the school campus is based in Anikiwa and the course I went on went for three weeks, 21 days we spent there at campus. Wow, three weeks. So that's like, yeah, 21 days away from your family and um, uh, in, in South Island. So um, what, did you do the course just because it was three weeks away from your family? 
Well, why did you decide to do the course? Uh, no, even though it was a break from my little brother. Um, I did the course because um, I love the outdoors, but wanted to grow my leadership skills and find myself a little bit, which I did on the course. Ah, okay. Now that's that's a good thing because uh, I know that they have this section in the course where you kind of sit on your own to, to reflect. But can you just say so you're on the course and you, you arrive there uh, away from your family for, I, I guess, the first time or so. So um, you're away from your family for um, three weeks or so um, on this great course. So tell us a bit about your experiences. It was an unreal experience um, and I loved every minute of it. There was 14 of us in my group from all around Hawke's Bay, six girls and six boys. Oh, okay. Now, that's uh, interesting maths there. So uh, we had uh, eight boys and <laughs> and six girls. Uh, that would have been, um, yeah, quite a... Um, yeah, quite a different experience with uh, with people that you haven't met before. Yeah, it was cool to be in an environment with people that were there for the same reasons as me and had the same interests as me, as I find it a little bit difficult as a girl to find other girls that like hunting in the outdoors. Ah, well, yeah, you know that, that can be <laughs> quite a feat, other girls hunting. They're normally doing different things. So... Um, I, I, with the course, I understand that it's kind of broke, broken up. You have some three-day events. So can you tell us about that? Yep. So we went on a three-day sailing mission around the Marlborough Sounds and spent the whole three days on a cutter boat with all 14 of us. We stopped in at coves and jumped off wharfs, and we got to sail with dolphins next to us, along with a lot of seals on the way. Ah, oh, that's cool. So did you guys have winds all the time, or...? <laughs> Was there some rowing involved? Or? Um, the first couple of days, we actually rowed most of the time, and then by the time by our third day, there was a bit of wind, so we got to sail and get the hang of it. But after all that rowing, we were pretty sore and stoked to be sailing the way home. Oh, yeah, I could imagine that. Yeah. So, um, and then because uh, I understand there's some uh, tramps and things that you walk, and, and if it's a really great day, you can really see the North Island from from the south. Yep, so we went on a three-day tramping mission through the Marlborough Sounds and walked 72 k's in total. Each day we walked pretty much from dawn to dusk and stopped in on the way at campsites to stay the night. Like you mentioned, on a good day we got to see the North Island from certain points and there were unreal views throughout the whole tramp. Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. So... uh Tell us about the the solo because I think that's the one where you kind of um, uh, you you uh, learn about yourself, so to speak. <laughs> um, yep, heading on solo was pretty good. I was excited to spend the few days alone and get a bit of a break. <laughs> Is that like oh, so a break like um, just. Oh, I've been sailing with you guys. We've been on a tramp for 72 hours. I really need time for myself now to reflect. <laughs> Is that what it was for you? <laughs> yeah, it was halfway through the course, so it was a good time to sort of think about how your first part of the course had been and what you want to get out of the last bit of it. It gave me time to slow down and really reflect what I wanted to do when I got home. And the whole day, the whole time I was there, I just got to write in my journal, chillax, Mm-hmm. and get ready for rest, of course. 
Oh, okay. So, um, so on the solo, because well, I mean, solo kind of tells me you're on your own. So, so, like, how how do they work that out? Do they just kind of take you to the bush and go get out, and uh, we'll pick you up in two days? Or how does it work? We got back from our three-day sailing mission, and after dinner that night, we got told we're going on solo. We all packed our bags and then headed up a hill where we had to be in complete silence. We had our buckets, as you can imagine what that's for, (laughs) our food rations for the couple days, and our fly and ground sheet. We were dropped off a couple hundred metres within each other, and were left to set up our fly and ground sheet. And if you weren't listening and couldn't set it up, that was your fault. (laughs) Okay, so then you would have had to basically just sleep under the stars, literally. Literally, I think some of my mates did do that. <laughs> so was there? So you totally on your own. There was no, um, uh, none of the guides were hanging around, or if people were feeling a bit nervous, or uh, how did that work? Uh, yep. So our guides, um, our one guide, Stephen, um, he plotted his, himself in the middle of all of us in case of emergency, and we'd need him. But my crewmates um, did really well, and we all survived the solo. And we weren't allowed any cameras. Obviously, we had no phones on course, and all we had was our journal, ourselves, and our food rations. Wow. So we got, what's uh, like you Gen Z, right? Without your phone for two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually went the whole course without our phones. They got taken off us as soon as we got there. Okay, that's interesting. I should try that at home. <laughs> so it uh, sounds like a, a, a really a great 21-day experience. Um, so, so why uh, you know, should other people do the course? Uh, personally, I went there to um, expand my leadership skills and find myself a little bit. So I feel it's a great opportunity for other students to do that themselves as well as well as having all the unreal experiences and things you get to do while you're on course that you may not get to try or do in your everyday life. Oh, well, that's good. So, yeah, no, it sounds like a, a really good opportunity to find out which direction you want to take. So which leads me on to the, the next question then. It's, uh, so once you got home and you uh, went back to school and, um, and just for the people around you, how did you feel, how did you approach things then? Um, It was definitely weird coming back um, to Hawke's Bay after spending three weeks um, in the bush and just surrounded by literally just the environment. But coming back to school, I felt um, I had more of a purpose within my leadership role. Um, A light bulb moment that sort of struck this was our service mission at Outward Bound. My watch group spent the whole day digging drains and cutting down gorse at the Outward Bound School. It was our service mission for the one caretaker there at Outward Bound. It really struck a moment within me that it was not much for me and my mates to do that, but it was a lot for the one old man to do it. This is what sort of struck the moment within me for going back to school and putting more purpose into my leadership role and doing what I wanted to do for the girls at school. Oh, okay. So what's the leadership role is that at school? Uh, sports captain at Hastings Girls. Ah, so, so what does the sports captain do? Are you a captain of a team? or? 
Um, just takes care of sports with a, um, not just by myself, with a team that helps me. Um, running sports activities for girls to take part in, getting them active and off their phones at lunch. <laughs> well, that sounds like quite a, quite a job, yeah, organising um, uh, the, the school girls uh, into different sporting activities. It's not just a, um, come on, let's just get the basketball and we'll uh, get on the field. It sounds like it's a quite uh, intricate, um, uh, intricate job you've got to do, especially managing the other people that are working with you. Uh, yeah, so I actually have quite a big help to our sports director at school, Sione, which um, our school sports wouldn't run as smoothly as they mm. do without him. So, yeah, shout out uh, to him. Yeah. No, that's good. So the, the course has really, um, I guess, embedded some things for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So um, just with doing the course and there's, uh, I guess, people, like for you it was uh, away from the family for th- uh, three weeks and um, other people would have other fears and things like that. What was the one thing that you, uh, you know, as you got on the plane to go, what was the one thing on your mind thinking, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? Um, yeah, my probably my biggest thing would be away from family for three weeks um, was probably my biggest fear. But I had been go- wanting to go on Outward Bound for so long and just told myself I had to put it aside and get through course and then once I was done I could go home, tell them about my journey. So you just had to put it aside and make the most of it and the opportunity I was given. Ah, well, no, that's good. Great. So thank you, Mia. It was um, great for you to come and share. You know, it was, um, yeah, a bit of a difficult ex- experience just coming on, on radio for the first time. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for um, persevering and getting over that. If... Um, any of our uh, young people here in Hawke's Bay uh, want to you know, get in touch with you to um, just to hear more about your experiences or why they should do it and, and the type of things that they could learn from it, uh, would they be able to get in touch with you? Yeah, 100%. If anyone has any questions, feel free to contact me. Um, well, Radio Hawke's Bay and then they'll get in contact with me. Yep. Ah, that's great. So thank you very much for that and thanks. thank you for your time. So to everyone out there that's uh, been listening uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, Money Talks and uh, listening to uh, Mia's story with Outward Bound as Outward Bound's uh, performed a great service to people especially here in Hawke's Bay and also to, uh, once again thank you to the sponsors for Outward Bound this is uh, Stephen Dedrick for Money Talks thank you very much and enjoy your day This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.